Yeah, this is a U.S. immigration attorney, Arnish Pathy. I know I talk too much sometimes, so I try to give other panelists the time to speak. But uh, just to address it, um, you know, it's it's a difficult question because we are not in the minds of these congressional members. Um, but I am very wary when I say it that asylum is a whole nother area of law. But dreamers and asylum, I mean, it's like apples to oranges, in my opinion. Uh, you know, other panelists may have another opinion on that. Um, but I do see everything. I kind of like what, you know, Emily was saying earlier, Attorney Emily, uh, that, you know, we, we have to take it one step at a time. Uh, I know it's very hard to hear this kind of news. And I always try to be as, be as understanding and empathetic to my clients, because at the end of the day, I myself am an immigrant. I understand the situations of what people go through. Um, and it's just unfortunate. I come from, you know, a third world country as well, you know, and I mean that out of respect for my home nation. Um, but at the end of the day, asylum laws are very different um, as compared to what the Dreamers and what Obama was trying to do with DACA. And at the end of the day, I always look at it as, look, you can't get the whole like, you know, they always say Rome wasn't built overnight. You know, you got to look at it one step at a time, one piece approach of law at a time. I always look at anything when it comes to immigration, knowing that with the partisan politics involved and the nature of the game, and the beast that is immigration. Um, and the humanitarian implications it has on people. I count a win, a win, one thing at a time. So at the end of the day, to answer your question, uh, sir, I have a lot of Iraqi clients as well, a lot of Iranians. Um, there's a lot of cultural uh, differences as well, and I always have to hash those out as they get prepared uh, to go into those interviews. I actually love representing Iraqis and Iranians because you know I'm from India. It's pretty pretty nearby, and a lot of the traditions and the culture Somewhat similar, somewhat different, but at the end of the day, they're Americans. They've lived here, and there's a lot of differences sometimes as it relates to the culture that I try to explain to the officers ahead of time as well um, as a preface. But at the end of the day, I think what's going to happen with the DACA uh, situation with respect to what the Senate's going to do, let's count that as a win when it does pass. It has not passed yet, of course, but when it does and when President Biden signs it, we can all celebrate here. And then let's move on to asylum, because the way you have to tackle these immigration issues is one thing at a time. You can't expect people who have political agendas and certain, you know, extracurricular type, you know, kind of motives uh, and expect everything to be happening overnight. So to answer your question, I don't believe that DACA will bleed over into asylum uh, reform. Uh, I'm hoping it does. I have a whole issue on waivers as well for those who come in and out of the country and all the respective bars that are applied. I have so many clients every day who come in and say, hey, I, I came from Mexico. I went back to Mexico and then I came back and then I have to give them the unfortunate news. Like, look, you came back within the three year bar or you came back within the 10 year bar and there's nothing on the books that I can do for them unless they qualify for a U visa, something of that nature where they're a victim of a crime or things like that. Um, but at the end of the day, I think immigration is heading in the right direction. I, I tend to stay optimistic. And Charlene, I will leave you with a really great quote on my closing thoughts because I, I do feel your pain. I hear your voice. I mean, I, I see these clients. I've, I've consoled people here in my office. And it's just, you know, you, you're not only an attorney, you know, you're also, you know, bedside manners goes a long way in being empathetic with the cultural situations, I guess you can call it. And what these people are going through in these respective countries, each country has a different culture, each culture has a different way of life. And ultimately, that's what makes America so great. And so the coming from a bill perspective and from a law and policy perspective, I try to answer things as logically as I can. I understand 
you have a sausage is made. And unfortunately, it's sometimes not in the best interest of immigrants or the American people because you have people in power who have their own self agendas. And um, it's it's unfortunate. Um, but at the end of the day, I kind of win as a win, piecemeal approach, uh, one policy measure at a time. Um, but in my professional opinion, I do not believe that the Dream and Promise Act is going to bleed over into reform for asylum. And that's just my opinion. And I would really be interested in hearing what the other panelists, based on their professional opinions, have to say regarding that endeavor. This is U.S. Immigration Attorney Harden Trapathy from Triple and I'm done speaking.